was cracking lovely people. We're back in. Got Jamie on the show again. And very simply, we've kind of been talking about how we can, I suppose, just make easy little bite-sized, simple, digestible episodes, uh, I suppose, that are training-focused. So, because obviously that's what Jamie does for a living, where he works with people and um, organises their training and and helps them towards their goals in terms of movement, body composition, change, all that jazz. So we coffeed up, we've got a few ideas, and we're probably going to split these into different sections. So if you're listening to this one, to start with then good because this is number one and I'm going to move things forward so today's about kind of structuring your training or structuring your week or whatever it is and then we're going to move into uh, kind of whatever your focus is so we'll have another little small podcast on are you looking to build muscle are you looking to get stronger or more powerful or are you looking to build an endurance base because you want to run a race something like that so mate welcome back hi how you doing <laughs> yeah good <laughs> Yeah, good. Um, so yeah, I suppose it's over to you, really, mate. This is this is the, your canvas to be able to help people on their on their you know they're commuting into work or they're listening to this after a busy day and they just want a short little bit of information about right. Okay, look, um, I'm interested in training more or I want to progress and become a little bit more specific what I'm doing. I'm not just going to go into the gym and thrash myself anymore. So yeah I suppose what what do you what do you look at when you have a client in and there's a fresh canvas and they're like look Jamie I, I need some help and I want to actually at least just know what I'm doing Monday to Sunday yeah so I think background information about their general health and any injuries and all of that stuff medical age height current weight their goals all of that stuff is already very individual so you won't go into all of the specifics that way around but I think the, the biggest thing I ask is what are you doing now for your current training and what does that look like? And So we won't go within each session right now. We'll just talk about like general structures. So t- how many times you train per week, I think, is a really big indicator of how you're recovering, what your sessions might entail. I think that's the biggest one. People start to say, you know, what should I be doing in my session? I'm like, well, how many sessions are you doing? Mm. Are you doing six days a week with two doubles um, or are you doing twice a week? Mm. I think that changes massively what you're going to do within those sessions. So let's get go through some like avatars of people mm. um, and we'll do like a three per week and a five per week, I'd say, because mm. I think anyone who's in four, they can like use our kind of like gauge of three and five to kind of get help them. Um, so I think if most people are training three times a week, um, I think people should be doing three full body and full kind of um, conditioning kind of days. Um, and I think that, Everyone should be hitting all their body parts, quote-unquote. They could be hitting all their energy systems as well, quote-unquote, um, to be able to get the most out of their training. Um, so let's say it was like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday split um, with their weekend off. That's quite typical, I'd say, for people that I've seen that work, uh, let's say, work in the city or have a family and they want to have some time off. Um, I wouldn't do something where you would split and say, I'm going to do upper body work on Monday, I'm going to do lower body work on Wednesday, and I'm going to do a run on a Friday. I would do upper body, lower body, and running, as an example, on all three of those days. Mm. So what that might look, it could be some pull-ups, some press-ups, some squatting or some lunging, and then some kind of hinge, deadlift, kettlebell swing, single leg RDL, something like that, and then with five minutes on a bike. Put really simply, that could be a session. Mm. And then you would repeat that two more times with slightly different movements if you wanted to, but ultimately you probably do the same movements and do that three times a week and be totally fine. Mm. But what if, say, someone's got the opportunity to do their own session, 
say twice a week and then they do a class because obviously these things are popular we're going to do an, a podcast on breaking down all the different classes and, and different modalities of exercise I think as well in the future but I say I don't know for most people they'll go to the gym they'll try and do something on their own and then they also have a let's just call it a circuit class mm-hmm. so with that would you just be like okay moving that like you said there lunge squat hinge doesn't have to be super specific for people that are new to this kind of thing um, but where where would that fit in if they're if they're already paying for a membership where they've got a you know a circuit class? Yeah, like great, that, you know? really really good. So that's actually a lot of people I work with as well. Whether that be their fourth session or their third session and it's a class or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. whatever you're doing in the class, which is why I want to talk through different types of training to help people get better at kind of self programming, self monitoring. Um, do whatever is opposite to what is in the class. So if you let's say you did the class and it was 60 minutes of running let's say you're a running club and you do 60 minutes on a track and do intervals then and you've got two more sessions to do then go into the gym and don't do any conditioning work and make sure you don't do any running just go and quote unquote weight lift or lift weights mm. or work a different energy system from what you just did so if you really want to get conditioned focused and get really fit cardiovascularly then maybe if you went for a 60 minute run you'd go into the gym and do 20 minute cycle or row intervals really really hard with a big rest and then you do that so you can see how that's very contrasting for rowing for 60 minutes and working on a really different energy system so that's what i would say broadly um and however like let's say you did something like a 60 minute yoga session right or a pilates session which is quote unquote core based so we can talk about core training another time um you might want to do less of that in your own gym training session you might want to spend more time you know doing some upper body work or some lower body work or whatever that may be um and equally if you you know let's say you pay for a personal trainer Mm. um once a week and you do two of your own sessions i would make sure your personal trainer isn't doing 10 minutes of rowing with you like unless you're a rower that wants to work on rowing technique or you've got this specific goal Don't allow your personal trainer to let you run on a treadmill for 10 week, ten minutes in your, in your session. Like You can go outside and do that unless they're a specialist running mechanics coach and they really want to help you or you want to ask them to do that. That's just not a waste of your time. But to me, that's lazy, a lazy session. Mm. You know, do the things personally. What I would if you had one hour personal training, even every month, I would make sure they do anything that's based around your spine and your hips. And anything that, if you want to, put anything overhead. Because that's what, for most people, because of the positions we're lacking in our spine and our mobility, we're missing. So they should be teaching you how to lunge, how to squat, how to deadlift, how to hinge, how to put a barbell or a kettlebell or a dumbbell overhead, and how to pull and understand what the movement of your scapula is doing. That's what I would do mm-hmm. um, for your one-hour PT. And then you could do one-hour conditioning and then one hour of gym. The last thing I'm going to say about having a PT, if you're going to have a PT and then going to... Put, uh, put you through a session and you're going to do your own session make them either write you a separate session which you might have to pay extra for if they're a if they're a pt and they're worth their salt they should charge you extra for, for writing them a program because mm. um, it's their time or you ask them for the exact same session you did in their session and you repeat it by yourself right and you should be able to come back to say oh i found this hard i found this easy i worked on this yada 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 and that will make the personal training session better and it will help you because it's a movement that you've already done with someone watching. So you should be safe. You should know how to do it. The last thing as well is that just get them to video you. Give them your phone and say, okay, this personal training session, can you just go through all the exercises we're going to do today and just video them for me and record yourself speaking about what you're looking at so you can see yourself doing it, so you can remember, and so on. And therefore, you shouldn't actually have to pay extra for that. Your personal trainer might. I wouldn't. But 
you know, it's your knowledge, it's their time, you're still paying for your session and you're getting more out of it and you can do it that way around. Mm, okay. That was like seriously fast. <laughs> I know you have gone Fantastic info. But no, that's good. So, you know, I'll summarise it because I suppose I'm, I'm the bridging that gap between, you know, Jamie's Jamie's mind is obviously very, very focused on being able to break break down uh, what's, you know, what someone's doing and then kind of evaluate what movements are best for them and, and you know, having a really specific exercise focus, which is good because that's what he does for a day job. But I suppose in summary, if you're going three days a week, you talked about, you know, if, if you have that class or that running session or whatever that main thing is that you've signed up to that you do in a group setting, for example, do something different. Uh, or opposite as Jamie would say on your other days because it's so simple and I come across a lot of people that I work with nutritionally I ask them about their training and they go to maybe one or two classes a week and then they use the gym on their own and they just run on the treadmill because they haven't got any knowledge and they don't know what they're doing so it's like one of those things where if you're in a facility speaking to a PT or if you've seen things online you know actually putting tension under your you know un, under your arms in terms of planking like Jamie said simple squatting lunging hinging you can look all these things up but it's obviously just doing something opposite to what your class is going to be and then yeah I, lo- I like the interesting thing about if you do have a coach or a PT or something like that don't be scared to ask them to write some of the workouts down and also don't be scared to get um you know yourself filmed in terms of how you're moving and what you're doing so there are three things off the back of um, if you are new to training or you only have three days a week of training that I suppose you can just take things a little bit further so it's if you are with a PT getting yourself filmed and getting them to write a, an additional workout for you so you know what you're doing on your own doing something different to a class or understanding you know what you're trying to achieve if it is just I want to exercise and move better and look better not necessarily sticking to certain body parts and as Jamie said there three days a week of body weight lifting something and then a bit of conditioning at the end and that is such a simple thing start with five minutes then 10 minutes then 15 minutes then 20 minutes and choose a single modality the stepper machine running biking and then once you start to figure that out and your format set and if you come across someone like myself or you're reading something nutritionally and you're trying to implement that as well it's it's almost easier for you to then understand how to slot in your food because your 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 movement is then uh, I don't know how to describe it. You just know what you're doing in terms of what you're trying to achieve out of your training. So then, that's consistent. When, it's yeah, consistent too. And then someone like myself can speak to you about your nutrition, and then your training's already dialed in, and you understand what you want to achieve. So it takes less time to 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 move move in a kind of nutritional approach, I suppose. What do you think, Jay? Cool. Uh, I'm really. I want to keep this fairly short. So let's. I'll go real quick into. I say real quick. I'll go fairly quickly into it five times a week and then we'll, we'll close it down and we'll shut it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I think I went quite deep because the three times a week just because it's easier now because the five times a week is the exact same principles but a little more complex but simple if you actually do it in the right way. So the reason I talk about five times a week is because lots of people end up training and they're like, oh, I get really good benefits. I just went for a run twice a week and I feel really good. And now I go to the gym three times a week, I feel really good. And they go for more and more and more. And once you get to about five, you've got to start being a lot more smart about your training and your recovery and what you're going to do in those sessions. So uh, we were having a discussion before, um, kind of going away from the old school of, if I'm going to go five times a week, I'm going to do chest and 
you know, chest and uh, triceps on one day. I'm going to do my quads on another day. I'm going to do arms and abs on another day. I'm going to do shoulders and back on another day. And mm. then I'm going to do uh, my hamstrings and whatever. And I think for almost everyone, that is not the most efficient or effective way to train if you're going to train five times a week. I would still, for the most part, do big, broad training. And when I say big, broad training, I mean like central nervous system development as well as bodybuilding which we'll go into in a separate topic um and i would then split it into just upper body mostly lower body mostly conditioned mostly so that's i say wednesday ideally then rest and then go upper body again lower body again and then go rest so in i train like this for a very long period of time it's a three three one two one so monday tuesday wednesday on thursday off friday saturday on sunday off most people, however, will go five on two off because that's just what people do in terms of the week. They want the weekend off. So if you're going to do five days in a row, realize you shouldn't really be doing the same type of training five times in a row. You need to have some variance in that. If you want to be a little more spot, you can go like upper body and lower body on one day, but do the front of the body and then the back of the body and then go lower body, upper body one day mm. and the opposite and then conditioning based. But that's a little more complex because you're going to have to think about your grip. You're going to have to think about any opposing muscle groups. You're going to have to be a little smarter with the program. So if you just go upper body mainly and then go lower body mainly, it's way more simple to split things um, in my opinion. So we're going to each session, but just let's say you do a really heavy upper body workout on Monday and then a really heavy lower body workout on Tuesday, generally no like conditioning work. And then on Wednesday, you could just go for a 60 minute run or you could do some interval work or you could swim or you could do some row intervals. You could do a combination, but generally I wouldn't do any more real weight lifting or heavy weight lifting there. That day you could also do yoga. You could do Pilates. You could do some quote unquote core work in the gym. You could, you know, do some movement and animal crawling. You know, that could be anything, but that day should be what I would call a low day. And then a rest day off. Or if you're not going to have a rest day and you're going to go into Thursday, Friday, then you'll go back into upper body, back into lower body. Um, that would be a really nice split. If you were going to throw some classes in there, I would make sure that you're not doing your hardest class on Friday because you're going to be the most fatigued. You probably want to do the hard class or whatever you find hard on a Monday. Equally, don't do it on a Wednesday if that's supposed to be your low day. You know, Make your Wednesday an easy day. Um, and so if you can't do a yoga or a Pilates or a hit a sauna or something like that then you just think about that in terms of your recovery uh, and then just spend the weekend still moving because you're going to have a lot of like inflammation potentially in different places and recovery mechanisms going on so don't just lie down and do nothing on the weekend you can eat um you can recover um, but just make sure you're actually continuing so if every single monday you feel worse after two days off it probably means that the weekend isn't hasn't been recovered so you're might be drinking too much alcohol you might be jet lagging yourself and sleeping at different times whatever but then equally don't put your hardest session on a monday if monday is when you feel the worst mm -hmm. uh, lots of people have that uh, athlete hangover where they cheat day on a sunday really inflamed their gut's not very good i mean matt knows all about this mm -hmm. uh, and actually they don't feel good on a monday so you might want to do your upper body work on a monday and not your lower body work done so I suppose to finish, if someone's going to implement the three days a week that we talked about and then the five days a week that we just talked about there, how long in general would you say if they have, if they build their own approach, they've listened to this, they're going to choose what to do. How long would they do that for until they assess or they tweak 
or they change because that's a big question I get a lot because you know in terms of my nutritional practice we'll, we'll be like right we're going to do something for four to six weeks because usually people can start to make a bit of a change and then we're going to review so in terms of movement what's in your opinion what's the best for someone who's just in you know they're training in general and they want to just be a bit more focused and they've listened to everything and they're going to implement it now and then when do they change or when do they assess yeah i i generally reassess and assess people in three to four weeks small and then eight to 12 weeks long so what i mean that by that is that at the end of three to four weeks you should be able to give me some feedback in terms of how things have gone and then if it's a bigger test of something then eight to 12 weeks so a small test of something will be like is your sleep any better how's your body recovering are you lifting more weights are you getting less soreness you know mm. um, that would that you should be able to tell me that in four to three to four weeks but and then bigger tests eight to twelve weeks are like how are you seeing any body compositional change have you increased this amount do you have a pull-up now how's your strict push-up strength can you hold a front plank for longer what's your side plank feel like are you getting any lower back pain that those are the questions i want to answer in about eight to twelve mm. so that's a really good question cool okay lovely people that was short sharp and fast and especially if you're new to the podcast and you think it's all like pure training, these these little short episodes are, but obviously listen to everything else. We're going to continue, so click on to the next few. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Boom.